Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Bet BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Today, this episode, this week's episode that you're listening to is going to be a little different than normal. There's no live stream to go along with it. It's probably it'll probably be shorter than normal. So apologies for that. But it didn't seem right doing a quote unquote normal show, given the news from this week. The passing of Rick Bennell. Hornets beat writer since day one. You know, Rick is a guy who, as a, as a new Charlottean, a new Charlotte Hornets fan, um, he's a guy I read a lot to stay in the loop of what's going on. He is so knowledgeable about the sport and the team. And Rick was a guy I was very much looking forward to talking to either in person, you know, in passing on Twitter or even on this podcast or my YouTube channel in some form or fashion just to, you know, gain any amount of knowledge from him would have been an amazing experience. Um, like covering the team for 33 years, you know, He's seen everything. He's seen absolutely everything. And only 63 years old. Like, it's really it's really heartbreaking. Really heartbreaking um, that he's no longer with us. And as a Hornets fan, we won't be able to read his stuff anymore. It was sad. It's a sad day. It was a sad day. That's why this, this show would normally be up on Wednesday. So Rick passed on Tuesday. That's normally when I'd record didn't feel right to post a podcast even that day or even the next day, Wednesday. That's why this is coming out later. Just wanted to show my respect in that way at the very least. But I was blown away by all the kind words from um, Ernie Johnson on the TNT set to um, Jay Billis to the team itself. You know, like, the, the Hornets put out a, a great tribute to him online. I hope they do something special for him and his family when the season resumes. But I just want to read what Michael Jordan said about Rick. MJ says he's very sad to learn about Rick's passing. Rick was a staple at Hornets games dating back to my playing days at the old Charlotte Coliseum. He prided himself on being fair and honest in his reporting, and I truly respected that about him. Rick became the source for Hornets news in Charlotte. I want to let that sink in. That, this is me saying it, not MJ. I'm going to repeat it. Rick became the source for Hornets news in Charlotte. To, just looking at that through 
present day lens, you know, 2021 lens with the internet, with all the different social media platforms, right? Podcasting included. And then the more traditional print publications now online and radio and TV. There are so many ways to consume information across any form of media that you like. And for Rick, a single beat writer to be the guy for Charlotte Hornets News in Charlotte speaks volumes to his contribution and significance in this scene for this team and uh, in the NBA as a whole. So I'm going to pick up where MJ left off here. So um, actually, I'm, I'll read the whole sentence again. Rick became the source for Hornets news in Charlotte, which speaks to his talent and professionalism. The Hornets family will miss Rick's friendly face at her games. I send my condolences to his family and friends. You know, I, I was here reading about Rick himself, about how him, one of the very few people that could just text Michael Jordan. You know, he had that type of relationship. He was that good and respected at his job. Like the things that is really admirable. It's really admirable. Uh, Cody Zeller had some really great things to say about Rick as well. I'll, I'll read through that. Rick was one of the first people that I talked to when I walked off the stage on NBA draft night in 2013. Since then, over the course of my eight years in Charlotte, I've seen him every time I walked off the court from shoot around practice or game. I was always impressed with his passion for writing, reporting, and his love for Charlotte Hornets basketball. He truly brought our organization and team to the community and it will not feel the same without him. He'll be greatly missed. Um, Terry Rogier, one of my first days in Charlotte, I sat down for an interview with Rick. What I expected to be like every other interview I'd done in my career was more of a conversation and welcome to Charlotte than a media obligation. Since that time, Rick has been engaging and fair in every interaction and passionate about covering my teammates and I. Next season in Charlotte won't be the same without him. My thoughts are with Rick's family and friends during this very difficult time. That's Terry Rozier, once again. The word fair comes up in every form and fashion. And as a journalist, that's that's all. And, and that's what you expect. And so in a world where Fairness is hard to come by. Losing Rick in that aspect is a real loss. So it's 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 gonna be interesting. And 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 I look forward to, to more tributes as time goes on, as the Hornets have an opportunity to like really celebrate his life. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Um when the season resumes. And I hope we get a moment of silence on the first home game. And maybe maybe not necessarily like a video package, but just a a graphic like they have on Twitter it would mean a lot. You know, it show that the Hornets care about the people that care about the Hornets, you know. So hopefully that's the case. Hopefully the tributes can continue um, because, you know, from for all from all accounts, Rick deserves it. Day one. And the entire history of the franchise, he's been there covering this team 30 plus years. It's it's going to be very weird. And personally, you know, I don't use 
Twitter the way it necessarily should be used, I guess. Like I don't scroll on the timeline. Like I have alerts, notifications set up for a select number of people. So when those people tweet, I can I see that on my phone. It comes directly to me. You know, I don't sort through things Twitter wants me to see. I can I can see the things that I feel are important from the people I feel are important. Rick was one of those guys that are like, okay, notification set up whenever he, whatever he has to say on Twitter, I want to see it. I want to know what he is thinking because when it comes to Hornets basketball, his opinion matters. What he sees matters, you know? So prayers and thoughts to Rick and his family. I'm going to take a few seconds of silence before we move on to Hornets stuff. Okay. All right. So we're in the off season as far as Hornets basketball goes, right? So with that, there's for me, at least there's two thoughts watching these playoffs. There's a little bit of, oh man, that could have been us. A little that floating through my head. And if you're one of those people, let me know. Because watching the Knicks and Hawks series, like first off, congratulations to the Atlanta Hawks. The Indiana Pacers totally played themselves by firing Nate McMillan. Their loss is your gain. That Hawks team is, is really fun to watch. I know they're divisional rival on that, but rivalries aside, salute to Atlanta for getting it done. In a very, like going into New York, a very like excited fan base for a lot of different reasons, uh, going into that environment and <laughs> sending them home, you know, like so Julius Randle was amazing, absolutely amazing, well-deserved, most impl- most improved player, like no one else deserved it over him. Like he, he's the man, he was the man, especially in the series. I thought he played very well throughout, but um, the Hawks handling their business, being the fifth seed. Right. And the thought of the Hornets flirting with that four seed, you know, back in March when the team was healthy and everything was looking all right, when they were a four seed and the idea of like, okay, what if they could have kept that up? What if they could have matched up against the Atlanta Hawks, like took the Knicks position in the playoffs in the East? Right. And what if they could have matched up with the Hawks in the first round with that team playing? Like they were at that time. This feels like forever ago. As it's June third, as I'm recording this, like that feels like in <laughs> a whole lifetime ago. Back when the Hornets were were good. <laughs> nah, no shots. You know, injuries really hurt their season. But what if, man? Like, I think you know we beat them twice in January. Now that both the Hornets and the Atlanta Hawks were very different, very different teams in January. But we have wins over them. And I wonder if this team, you know, at Hayward would have been back by now. Um, Terry, Lamelo, the rest of the gang against this Hawks team. I wonder. I wonder. I don't want to disparage the Knicks or anything like that. But you watch it. It's like, man, could, could we have? Could we have beaten the Hawks? Now, it's all moot. Because the Sixers are up next for Atlanta. And whether it was the Knicks, the Hawks, or somehow the Hornets, 
none of those teams are moving past the Sixers. So it would have been a hard stop right then and there if that was the case. But still, it's but still, you know, because right now us Hornets fans are left with two options, right? You can either do what I just did just now on mic and wonder what if, or you can like look forward to what's up next and what's up next is the 11th pick in the lottery, you know, and who knows, who knows, who knows what could happen on lottery night, you know, like what if, what if <laughs> more what us, right? I know I just said I wasn't gonna do that, but we're doing what else. Um, but okay, more than likely, the Hornets will, will be picking in the late lottery. I don't want to jinx it, I don't want to reverse jinx it. We got lucky with last year's lottery night and leaping up into the uh, <laughs> leaping up into the uh, lottery picking third and grabbing the mellow. Will that happen again? Probably not. Definitely not. Fortunately, Mitch Kupchak is very good at drafting players in general, especially given his latest track record, Bridges and PJ. We should be all right. I feel good about whoever we land in that spot. But that's what I, that's, I wasn't, June. 22nd. So we're a few weeks away from lottery night. So in that night is not only key for the Hornets future, you know, new draft pick in the mix. But at that point, we'll have an idea of any possible trades, you know, in the post like end of season media sessions from the Hornets. Everyone had a crack in front of the media. Uh, Mitch Kupchak included. And in his, he said the Hornets will be very active in the trade market. Active can mean a lot of things. The wide spectrum, that word, it could be texting every single GM, calling every single GM, meeting in person with every single GM, or it could be making deals, like actually making the deal. Active is very vague. But he said nothing can get done until after the lottery. You know, um, a select amount of teams, basically the teams that didn't make the playoffs or are eliminated from the playoffs are eligible to make trades right now. And those teams want to see where they stand because that's a major asset that could also could be even better depending on how the lottery balls fall. So June 22nd is where my eyes are, are headed or are set on. As, you know, the playoffs are going on. So I guess it's fair to say I have one eye on the playoffs and another eye on the draft lottery. Hopefully things go our way. We'll see. We'll see. But I'm seeing a lot of blogs and stuff on Instagram, especially like people have been sending me trade, like fake trades, proposed trades, reported trades, allegedly. I don't know. Sources say in that who knows what's real and what isn't about the Hornets acquiring Sending this year's pick, P.J. Washington and Vernon Carey to Toronto for uh, Pascal Siakam. Now, the, I don't think the, the salaries work out in that specific trade. They have to do some 
some creative some creative movements to get that figured out. But forget about that trade specifically. That was just one of the trades that just came to mind as I'm as I'm speaking here. I am here for any move that will improve the talent on the team. Bringing bringing in veterans with some playoff experience is a must. But this is this is a blanket term to any and all trade proposal makers, trade machine doers, anyone out there that's going to talk mention any type of trade to me. I don't want to hear it unless a center is coming to Charlotte. On paper, you know, if you want to go get a guy like Siakam, yeah, Siakam would be amazing here in Charlotte. He'd be amazing, and the team would be better with him, but not that much better. And we still won't be addressing our biggest need. So that's just a, a general a general statement, because if you just Google Hornets trades, you'll see it. You'll see them, and not... It's hard to take any of them seriously when it doesn't involve a center coming back to Charlotte. Like, I don't want I don't want Tyler Hero here. You know, I like his game. I like him. He's cool, you know? But nah. Siakam, nah. Miles Turner, yes. Carl Anthony Towns, yes. Christian Wood, yes. Spencer Dinwiddie, no, you know, like that's just where my head's at. So if you want to talk trades to me, please do. I'm here for it. I love fake trades, but I don't want to hear it if it doesn't involve a guy that can play the center. Sorry, not a guy that can play the center because I think Siakam can do it and other guys can do it. PJ can do it. I need a guy who is a center. We'll see, though. We'll see. Time will tell, as they say. And then, you know, the actual draft is the 29th. So there's going to be a lot of inter- interesting stuff. Once we have an idea where the Hornets are going to draft, where the Hornets are going to draft, excuse me, um, we can start looking at prospects and uh, who would fit this team the best. And I'm very excited about that. Very excited about that. We have a full offseason this year to like, really flesh out all the possible avenues this team can leverage to get better. And, man, I miss basketball. <laughs> I really, I really miss this team. I really miss this team. Hopefully, this offseason goes quickly, and this this Hornets team can come after it. Can get can get after this in a very big way. But hey, we'll see. Time will tell. Hey, I appreciate everyone that's listened to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by Bet Online. The support on the podcast is very much appreciated. We are here every single week, all year long the season's over but we're not over here at the believe in hornets podcast so thanks for hanging out with us i appreciate it this podcast returns next week i think on wednesday i assume at some point we're gonna get some Lamelo. sorry i don't want to jinx it some rookie of the year news at some point they got two awards out of there already i assume defensive player of the year is next followed by Rookie of the Year. But that's just an assumption based off how the website lists the awards. So whenever the, the that happens, we'll talk about it. But LaMelo should be Rookie of the Year. But that's, oh, I've been saying that all year. 
No need to rehash that. But thank you once again. More importantly, most importantly, rest in peace to Rick Bunnell. Thoughts and prayers to his, his friends and family. And yeah, I hope I hope the Hornets continue the tributes throughout the offseason and do something special for him when fans return when the season's back than the first home game. Hopefully. Hopefully. But thank you so much. I'm out of here. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.